You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus. dot com slash acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Okay, Pasa, and welcome to the first all bilingual episode of Going Off Track. Um, I'll be speaking Yiddish. Jonah will be doing, I don't know, what other languages do you speak? I don't know. I mean, uh, I spoke French in high school a little bit. Really? And you have a lot of, a lot of new French Twitter followers. <laughs> a lot of French Twitter followers. Although, when the Love Kill, we, Love Kill played three shows in France, I thought like I was going to have amazing French skills. <laughs> and I was like, uh, bonjour. Like, I didn't know how to do anything. French kissing skills. Ah, <laughs> uh, those lovely ladies. Uh, Brad, of course, was speaking nothing but German. And nah. Mike, I don't know how your Italian is. I'm just assuming it might be racist, but I just have to. Yeah, I, I speak fluent Italian. Do you really? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I can like understand. I understand it. My grandmother, my grandparents all like my grandparents spoke like only Italian. So really? I understand it. Were they first generation? Yeah. Or my mom, they all off came the boat. Here. Yeah, they all came here. Wow. Yeah. My mom was like 16 when she came. From Italy? Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! Yeah, I'm the real shit. I don't look it. <laughs> I have like four <laughs> chest hairs. I don't. Everyone's like, yeah, right. You're Italian. Where's your chest hair? <laughs> I'm definitely I, not Italian. I'm <laughs> pale and uh, super Italian, though. Yeah, my father's side is Sicilian. Just tell him it's the hormones in American <laughs> milk. It is. See, I'm not Italian, but I have plenty of chest hair, and uh, now thanks to age, it's starting to meet something that's growing in the back. So I don't really know how to deal with this. But uh, laser hair removal is expensive, and Nair is not, and both of them hurt. <laughs> What is nair? That's the like you rub it on and it just makes hair go. Away. Yeah, then you hang out, then you go in the shower and you just watch it melt off you like silkwood. Really? Yeah, it can't be good. For that's you. that's it's not because wrong, then it man. grows back with a Wookiee it's, vengeance. I think it's also it's known as Agent Orange. No, <laughs> no, because there's no brain demos. <laughs> Um, Who's in the podcast today? Oh my god! Well, we've decided to open with nonstop comedy. I wasn't at this one. I was on tour. Uh, Yeah, Jonah was on tour. Uh, Brad was working here at the studio at Rubber Tracks. But Mike and I sat down with Blue and Red from Masked Intruder. Uh, Masked Intruder, super fun band. They're great. Super good dudes, and they uh, showed up in ski masks. That's their thing. They wear ski masks. Well, they were in, they were, you know, they all they met in prison. Was mm-hmm. there, you know, they're gonna give us the whole shebang, the yeah. whole story. And I dare say we did not expect what was gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, one nice thing about it, uh, we were not robbed. No, they enjoy robbing. They talk about that <laughs> a lot, and we they didn't rob uh, us. No. Yeah. Probably because it was too easy because we were just sitting here because I think they're more into the B and E kind of thing. You know, yeah. I'm missing a couple fifty eight. Yeah, there's nothing valuable here to there take. Actually, no. Come <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to think of it, I really am. And we sat in. Uh, Are the- you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nice. Whoa. For you readers out there that don't understand that, it's a Sure SM fifty eight is a standard vocal mic that we use on every podcast here. Going off track. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Genius. And I really am missing two. So, yeah, if you find any microphones. You know what? I'll, we'll just credit them. They they probably, it'll make them look better. It'll make them feel better yeah. if we if we credit right. them with stealing. They're the mics. real deal. They stole some microphones. Yeah, they ripped, yeah, they they actually ripped did. off the studio. <laughs> yeah, I actually wasn't paying attention. They could have they could have stolen. Yeah. No, they if I would have been here, this never would have happened, Brad. Thank you. Nope. <laughs> you would have held on to everything. So here's uh, Red and Blue from Masked Intruder. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Red and Blue from Mast Intruder are joining, going off track today. Gentlemen, first and foremost, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here. Absolutely. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, the band came out of the gate with a bucket of awesome. A lot of people were into it. Thank you. First and foremost, when I saw the Fat Mike was like, I love this fucking man. That meant a lot to me because I tend to trust that gentleman's judgment. And then you're on his label. How did you get hooked up with the Fat Records? Yeah, sure. Well, we, you know, we were on, uh, we were working with uh, Red Scare and with Toby from Red Scare. And Toby used to work for uh, Fat Records. So I believe what happened was he basically passed off the record to Mike and was like, listen to this. And of course, Mike probably threw it away, hmm. uh, you know, because that's the way that this stuff works. And then uh, I guess that uh, uh, Vanessa, the publicist from Fat, saw our set at uh, the Fest last year. Which, which Fest? There's many Fests. It was Fest 11. Yeah, 11. <laughs> Uh, the Gainesville Fest. Ah, that one. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, and then so after that we got a call shortly thereafter asking if we wanted to go to Fat. We were like, oh yeah, we you know we do. It was we were very excited, of course. Now whereabouts does this band start? Uh, we started in prison, just with basically just you know trying to kill time. Basically in prison, there's only a few things you can do. Mm. You sort of are uh, either lifting weights, you know, working on your physique, which is important. Uh, you know, or you could play chess. You could convert to Islam. Cool. Uh, you could read books, but we, you know we're not so good at reading all the nah, time. So, so we we basically started a pop punk band, which is one of the lesser, uh, you know, it's not a very popular thing to do in prison. So we obviously became a tight knit group. In I that. imagine touring is hard. Yeah, it can be uh, difficult. It's just like being on the lam. You know, it's a similar thing. I think a lot of people may not realize that, but basically, being a musician and being a criminal are like very similar. What did you guys do uh, to get? away yeah well nothing actually we're all innocent of course but uh yeah we were never there yeah the main thing that got happened was we got shafted by the system you know it doesn't care you know that's not built to you know help out anybody it's just like you know they just want to pin things on you for for no reason it's like you know maybe uh sure you know you you like i was breaking into this house all right but uh maybe i thought that it was my house you know maybe it's cold outside you know plus it wasn't even me hmm so was it a public defender or did you all try to yeah. represent you? Okay. We've always had public defenders, which are not, I guess maybe that's a problem. I don't know. Did everybody try? Was everyone innocent of B&E or did each band member have their own alleged criminal activity? No, we're all pretty much the same sort of stuff. You know, smash and grab type stuff. Yeah, oh, okay. B&E is the main yeah. thing. Uh, allegedly. 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 So now with the, um, of, of course, the, the mask, is that to keep the identity secret or are, is uh, blue, red, the colors your Christian names? Yeah. Uh, yes. Both. Hmm. Uh, and uh, it, yeah, it protects our anonymity and uh, we just think it looks pretty good too, you know. Mm. The shoes and the masks, they match. And it's, you know, we got matching color instruments and everything. So fashion sense is very important to us, you know. Was that because of the overwhelming amount of orange you saw while in stir? Yeah, uh, that does get uh, to be a bummer. It's like, you know, being on a nonstop hunting trip, except you're never hunting for nothing, you know, except for your dignity. But you can't seem to beg that prize. So, uh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe that was a reaction to that. Were you all? Did you all have the same? Did you all have the same sentence? So you got out at the same time, or did say you know the drummer have to serve? Drummers usually have to serve a little longer. Yeah, usually, usually, I, you know, like I, I don't, I don't really know. Like we don't, we don't really talk about it too much. It's kind of a mm. sensitive subject to talk about. Everybody's, you know, kind of like how long you're supposed to be in for type thing. Um, you know, I think it's you know kind of like a work release thing or whatever. Kind of you know like that they let us out so much, but you know we have a court appointed chaperone or whatever that comes along with us, Officer Bradford. He tries to like keep us in line and stuff, but you know like yeah, we still we're still serving kind of you know whatever. Do you still have to call parole officer on daily? Is that is that Officer Bradford's your PO? Yeah, that's basically it's a special arrangement. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why they would allow that sort of thing to happen, but you know they do. I mean, time off for good behavior. That sounds very yeah, smart. I guess that's yeah. right. We were pretty yeah. well behaved, I think, in prison. Yeah. You know, we weren't, we weren't the ones starting the pillow fights or nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Alleged. Right, alleged right. pillow yeah. fights. Yeah. Uh, how many names did you go through before Mast Intruder? That was the first one. Oh. We were just like, Mast Intruder? Yeah. Well, you know, like when you meet, you know, we, we met in prison or whatever, you know, you meet the other guys, you know, it's not hard to pick out the other guys are all wearing different color ski masks, you know, other, other than me, you know, my red one. And like, you know, we were just 
instantly had a lot in common and stuff. The name just kind of fit, you yeah. know. Uh, we all had ski masks and stuff already, so it was kind of just it just kind of fit. You don't like the name? No, I love the name. I think oh, it's yeah. great. Because, but I was confused because I didn't know if that was the name of the band or if that was a description of what the band looked like. Yes, I think both. Mm. Mm. Yeah, dual purpose. Mm-hmm. What are, like uh, I mean, being that you guys are like prison, you know, experts. What's like some of your favorite prison films, or what's your probably your favorite prison movie? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I just like prison movies where people get out. You know, <laughs> so like. Uh, I yeah, the Shaw, Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption was, a, Dude, was that's the best one. <laughs> that's probably your favorite. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Escape from Alcatraz. Then yeah, that one's pretty good. I, I you know think... the ending by the title, basically. Yeah, he escapes from Alcatraz. Yeah. Actually, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a good, it's a good movie. I do like a movie that's got a title that tells you what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, the Nutty Professor. You know, mm-hmm. that was a Nutty yeah. Professor. Yeah, uh, that movie, The Rock. That was yeah, pretty good. That was good. One. That I one thought was that was going to be about that wrestler, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit of a, you know, confusing there. I did too, but you know, then it actually turned out to be pretty cool because they like kind of turn it around, like, and then like uh, they break into prison. So that was kind of like a good twist. Yeah, on I couldn't that. follow that. I didn't yeah, yeah that. I don't know why they the were doing it. But it was it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what state was the prison in that you guys formed? Uh, Wisconsin. Mm. Yeah. So a lot nice of lot of convicts in Wisconsin, or is it because of the con in the name? Or uh, no, I don't think that's why they uh, are. But there are, you know, I think there's a lot of convicts everywhere in mm. America. You know, I don't know. Most, I think, more than most countries of the world, I think in America. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. Which is, you know, one of the reasons why we like to, you know, tour other places to <laughs> figure it's less likely to get incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> how far? How far across this globe is Mass Intruder toured? We went to uh, Europe. Uh, just uh, one time last year, you know, we've been to Canada a bunch, but you know that's very close. Uh, but yeah. we went to Europe. We went to uh, the UK and mostly Germany. We played Gros Rock in Belgium, which was a lot of fun too. Really? Yeah. And, and how do you find the audiences there? Um, uh, I mean, do you, I mean, was that daunting? Like going over there? You know, there's a lot of language barriers in Europe. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Diff- many different languages. I mean, kind of. You know, everyone over there pretty much speaks English. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. Part, it's pretty embarrassing too, because you you know you don't speak no. Other languages, and, yeah, and they, they, speak, they like, speak all of them. You know? yeah, yeah, they speak like, you know, one, two, like 18 languages or something. You know, yeah, something like, like that. Do you feel intimidated? A little bit. Yeah. Especially about the girls. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. What, what, about, what about the girls was intimidating? Just that mostly that, that you know, girls. The girls, and you know how, like, girls are, and they're, like, pretty. Pretty, and, you know, smell nice or whatever. And, it just makes yeah. you lock up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Scary. What, did you find it hard to, like, you know, eat over in Europe? No, they still got... Same kind of food over there, sandwiches and stuff like that. Okay. It was pretty good, you know. Oh, that was easy. Lots yeah. of lots of bread and cheese and stuff. Mm-hmm. Lots of beer too. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, beer is good. So the so wait, so you're allowed to drink when you're out with the officer with the beer? Uh, well, you allowed know. is a big word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should cut that part out because you know we're not we're not. I mean, it's alleged. We would sneak actually, beers, yeah, you know, yeah. allegedly behind his back okay. or whatever. But he's you know he's easy to get one over on because he's <laughs> yeah. you know. A cop. So. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. That, that's what I've heard. So what's the, to get your stuff over to tour, you know, other countries and things, like, I imagine it must be hard for you guys to go through security at the airport. It's tricky. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, you get off the plane, you're wearing a ski mask. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is all the questions like, oh, you know, what are you doing? You know, like you're a terrorist. And it's like, well, you know, that's discriminatory. Mm-hmm. You know, you could just be skiers. We could just be trying to ski, yeah. yeah. Or you know, we could be in a in a like a, a themed pop punk band, and they don't even think about that. No, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's prejudicial, but uh, you know, uh, you pull through and and just a little luck and little you know quick legs. I just learned that you don't actually have to show an ID to get on a plane through the TSA. Really, really, you can show, you can go through. As long as you have, like, I, I watched a young lady do this recently. She didn't have an ID, but she had a couple of credit cards with her names on it. And you feel like, you know, say you happen to have a bank statement or something. No like shit. You, you don't have to have an ID to get on a plane. What if you got a bunch of different credit cards with different names on them? That's what happened. Well, I mean, not allegedly to me. Yeah. But yeah, if you have a bunch of different names on it, well, I don't know. Maybe you could get a bunch of seats on a plane. Or Possibly. Because that's a situation a, we find ourselves in a lot. You know? Yeah, right. With different credit cards? Oh, you yeah, find a lot sure. of different credit cards? You we find do. them. Yeah, we find them. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, laying and around. driver's licenses too and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But oh, that's helpful. Just laying yeah, around right. in wallets and purses and stuff. They're just leaving them there. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's, that makes a lot of sense. So when, um, do you guys make a lot of money in merch? 
Uh, yeah, you know, I think uh, I think that basically the as a all bands pretty much that's most of where your money comes from, really. You know, is is selling merch. I don't know if that's true. For I, I think it is. It's like the main thing yeah. that you. It's nobody. You know, nobody really buys records anymore. You know, like with the internet. Yeah, so I make them, right? Yeah, right. But uh, well, I guess because they're cool, they look cool. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, merch would be where we make sec- the second amount of most money. First money is doing jobs on the side. You okay. Know? Yeah, it's like, I mean, these uh, alleged contract jobs or these things you come up with on your own wherever you're touring. Yeah, like uh, alleged, like uh, breaking into a liquor store, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. at mm-hmm. the hours sort of thing. A little column A, a little column two. Little <laughs> <laughs> columns. Uh, you sell, you sell um, actual ski masks of your different <clears throat> colors, too? Fans, uh, we we do sell ski masks. They, they say uh, "master intruder, accomplice" on the back. We're trying to influence the youth, of course. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, they're not in our colors. We don't want we don't want to get confused personally. Okay, so we could be up on stage, and then I see somebody down in the audience with a blue mask, and I'm so all of a sudden I stop singing because I figured that I'm in the audience. Mm. And, Doppelganger. Yeah, exactly. But also, you know, if someone buys <clears throat> more red than blue. That's going to cause friction in the band, right? Yeah, I would, I would kick right out of the band for sure. I'd be very upset. How do you feel? Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> it's it's never really come up. You know, we've had different colored T-shirts and stuff before in the past. And you know what? You know, now I think about this. Yellow always sold the most. Yeah, well, people like the color yellow. It's not because they like that yeah. stupid bum. Yeah, let's kick him out of the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where is yellow today? Uh, him and Green are casing a few joints right now, I guess. Basically, we love New York. It's a beautiful place. Lots of stuff to do here. So. Yeah, they they slipped away from Bradford for a minute to do a little, uh, you know, sightseeing. You yeah, know, right. whatever. Bradford sounds kind of a tool. He's not really paying attention. <clears throat> yeah, you throw a couple donuts at the guy, and he forgets what's going on. I've yeah. heard. I've heard they like him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They do, but everybody does. You know, donuts are delicious. They are delicious. Yeah, I would be very distracted if someone handed me one right now. Absolutely. We didn't bring any. Oh. And we have no interest in distracting you, of course. Okay, good. good. I appreciate that. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the uh like the Dunkin' Donuts themed donuts? Like the uh the Giants or Jets donuts. I mean, it's really the same shit. It's just different colors, but you know. How do you feel that being that you guys are color people, you know? Yeah. I I think that that's a good way to rebrand something. But uh I guess maybe it's like uh if it's like a rip off, you want to eat a donut and be like, that's not a new flavor. You know, like I was expecting like, you know, licorice and raisins or something, but it's still the same old, like just sugar glaze stuff. So I don't know, maybe you feel ripped off, but it seems like a good thing to me. Like I would want to eat a donut that was themed to something. You know? No, nobody gluten free in mass intruder. No, none no. of us are gluten free now. How about, how about a vegetarian? Anybody? Yeah, we got some vegetarians, red, yeah. red or green or vegetarians. Okay. I guess that makes sense. Red and green. I guess so. Yeah. It's Christmas yeah. colors. Christmas Green. colors. I don't really see how it ties into Christmas, but you know. I guess I'm thinking peppers. Oh, yeah, yeah, red red and green peppers. Yeah. Those are delicious. There's also yellow. So I guess the analogy is lost on us. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the same plant, you know. You know, like a red bell pepper is the same thing as a green bell pepper. It's just ripe. There's oh. also red and green apples. I did know that. Oh, They're yeah. delicious. Yeah, That's those true. are different. Like yeah. those are different But you don't eat apples if you're just a vegetarian. You don't eat fruit. It's just vegetables. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe I'm a fruititarian too. Oh, I have I have eaten I have eaten a green. You drink apple. water too, like a waterarian, coffee tarian, beer yeah. tarian. There's yep. a lot of tarians. Yeah. Huh. If only there was just one to hold all the, the, all the ones weird. that aren't meat. Huh. <clears throat> yeah, I guess that would make a lot of sense. But you know, you're an omnivore. You eat everything. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Not like literally everything, but a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Organic things, I should say. Sometimes, yeah. Oh. What non-organic things? Or? Well, you know, like ramen noodles. I don't oh, know that's what those true. are made out of or whatever, but I, I don't know. <laughs> That that comes from the earth. <laughs> it's good though. You ever make a jailhouse burrito? Yeah, what's in those? What's in those? Yeah, you take uh, you take a pack of ramen noodles. You, you got to basically save up your money. You know, like your tickets for the canteen when you're in a joint. You crush up the ramen noodles all in like small into like powder, and then you take like uh, uh, like uh, Cheetos, crush those up too, and you you put the ramen noodles and the Cheetos in the flavoring packet in like hot water in like a bag. And you just twist that bag up, and then you put it like under underneath your bed or whatever, and then it congeals. It turns into it's shaped like a burrito. It's called the Jailhouse Burrito. It's delicious. Who invented this? I don't know. Some 
some wise sage in prison. Like, yeah, Green was the first one to show it to me, but I don't, I don't know where he learned that. No way he invented that. Uh, he didn't invent that, no. <clears throat> no. He, he, did, he, he did make a lot of advancements in the uh, making of toilet wine, though. Oh. Green did, yeah. Oh, the toilet wine? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because how long do you have to let that ferment? Uh, it's different. Uh, you know, I guess the longer the better. Hmm. You know, you, you need a certain amount of time just to get it to be boozy. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, that's you, the longer you got to sit in there, the, the more the risk is mm-hmm. of somebody pulling an upper decker on you and ruining your batch. Uh. Yeah, especially the yellow. Like, he gets mad if you don't share that wine with him. He will upper decker in your wine. Yeah, he did in Green's uh, toilet wine one time. I, I don't know how you can be in a band with a person like that. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, like I said, let's kick him out of the band. <laughs> How do you divide up funds? You know, you got the end of the show, you got the count out, you get the money going in. Like, yeah, sure. Do you assume that what you were paid from, like, like you're on tour with, you know, a couple of the bands, Anti Flag and Less Than Jake, yeah. right now? I mean, That's right. are they being fair to you? Oh yeah, definitely. We feel that we're well taken care of and among friends and stuff. Uh, so yeah, what we're, we're doing, we feel like we're we're in a good spot. And uh, you know, as far as how we divide up the funds amongst ourselves, I mean, you know, a lot of it really just is reinvested into the into the band right mm. away, you know, just keep, keep things moving forward. UTMAs, 529s, things like that. College funds. Uh, yeah. Well, more like drinking funds. Oh, whatever. okay. College is good too. Yeah. So mm. you, some people combine both. Yeah. A lot of people do that. So now all four are you from Wisconsin? Uh, you know, we got the different, uh, alleged backgrounds and stuff, of course, you mm-hmm. know, so as, uh, you know, anonymous persons that, you know, that may or may not, usually when people ask us where we're from, we just say prison. Keep okay. it simple. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to, you don't specify the prison or the location. No, mm. not typically. That's good. That keeps it straight. Yeah. Keep people a little confused. How many albums Mass Intruder have under their belt? We got one full length album that's been released and we are, uh, you know, working on a second one. Right now, we, the release date has not been announced. It will be 2014. Uh, and then we got, uh, you know, some other stuff like splits and, uh, you know, seven inches out there, but one, one main album. Mm-hmm. Who inspired you guys to like play? I mean, who inspired you musically? Uh, yeah. Early on in life, like what were you listening to saying, I might want to do this as, you know, my, as my actual job? I think that would have to be like the various pop punk acts of like the nineties, punk rock from that era, mostly, you know, like lookout record stuff, fat record stuff. Um, yeah, a lot of bands on Epitaph, you know, this, I think like kids in the nineties, we grew up on a lot of that stuff and that that Mm -hmm. was where we, where we were at. Were we allowed to take a lot of that into the cell blocks? No, no. So how did you survive without the tunes? You got to make them, Mm. you know, that's why. Where the, the instruments come from? Did you make your own instruments? We did not make them. Uh, we, we did manage to get them inside, but we had calling a lot of favors. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, Yellow had to trade <clears throat> six thousand two hundred fifty-four packs of cigarettes. Yeah, something like that. It was bass guitar. Yeah, yeah, you got it. But you know, for that, the bass, yeah, that I seems know. awfully That's, high. Yeah, yeah, it's way too high. Yeah. Then once we got out, I mean, we just found new instruments. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it takes some doing because you don't see a blue guitar necessarily every day, you know. Yeah, you got to find a lot of instruments before you get the right color one. When something falls off a truck and it's the wrong color, it's like, ah, you know, back to square one. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with that one if it's the wrong color? You know, sell it. Mm. That's Be- good. Turn a profit. Beer money. Yeah, pure profit. Beer money. I like it. You guys mentioned beer a lot. So what are your favorite like types of beer? What What kind of beer do you normally go for? Is there a... Well, yeah, we, we drink a lot of cheap beer just as a band. You know, usually you get the cheap beer, the cheap stuff for free a lot of time. So if you were to splurge though, you know, yeah, my, my personal favorite style of beer would have to be the Scotch ale, I think. Mm. But I like a lot of different kinds of beers. You know, I love Belgian beers the most. I think I'm a generally. big Belgian beer mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a good place you guys should check out in the city called BXL. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah. It's a nice Belgian little beer bar. Oh, that mm. sounds great. I love, love that sort of stuff. Yeah. Delicious. They have, you know, Chimay's on tap. Ooh, ooh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Why don't we just move the interview over there? <laughs> we should. <laughs> we should. You know, Actually, wow, well, uh, this, is change, this changes everything. <laughs> great idea. We did, we did a, a live version of this show once, and the bartender served us uh, this beer called Five Points. Five Points? Without telling us that it was Or what? Six Points. Six Points. Six, yeah. Six yeah. Points. Five Points is where all the gangs were. That's oh, right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Six Points. Six yeah. Points, yeah. That uh, comes in the 60-ounce can, four packs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. And You're unfamiliar. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know a little bit about, about that one, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't, I didn't know it was double the alcohol until about beer two. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> That'll that hit you. Oh, angrily. Yeah, it's And crazy. then I was upset at the bartender. It's like, well, you know. Yeah, and you that. suggested this. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I'll give you suggested the more expensive beer. I'll give you that. I understand that you're trying to make sure. money. You're trying to live your life, but let me know that it's got more into it. Yeah, more kick. Yeah, I think beer was beer invented in uh, ancient Egypt. It I was believe. ancient Egypt, and they used to like everyone would just drink it. Like kids were drinking it. It was made for the slaves while they were building the pyramids. Yeah, that's because why it those was pyramids f- were came out that's why they're all weird instead of being like buildings well, mm-hmm. yeah. they're like yeah. big triangles or whatever because <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody put a roof was drunk on it was just a bunch just of drunk wasted. kids oh, yeah man. basically they just built roofs i think they just got bored they were like oh, yeah. we can't fucking go straight anymore up we yeah gotta just go sideways <laughs> that's probably right <laughs> plus people used to walk weird back then i guess yeah yeah arms yeah. akimbo yeah mm-hmm. the yeah. bangles kind of kind of took that one right yeah that was a good like historical documentation of mm-hmm. the way that it was mm-hmm. the bangles yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They were. That's, that's how i learned how they walked yeah mm-hmm. i learned but i didn't I understand i didn't understand the whistling i didn't know that egyptians they, whistle. Wh- they invented whistling they invented whistling Did they really yeah. they also ancient invented ancient. the batteries too yep they had a battery mm-hmm. in uh in a pyramid yeah i watched ancient aliens i learned that you ever, ever watched that show uh yeah yeah i'm not saying it's aliens but it's aliens yeah like, the aliens they they had a um they sort of, I guess they they had found in hieroglyphics. They had an actual battery. They made a light, like I have like a light bulb. It's in the hieroglyphics. You mean like like a battery, like that little rabbit pounding the drum? Kind like, of, like similar the, to that. The energizer. Yeah, that w- that was the thing on batteries. That was on the battery. They also oh, invented oh, hot wiring yeah. a car. Before the car was even invented, there was hieroglyphic. Really? Yeah, exact instructions on how to do it. Mm-hmm. So they were very advanced civilization. Mm-hmm. Extremely, yeah. It, it's how forward thinking they are, and also they're responsible for uh, cats. Yeah, that's right. Being worshipped, they invented uh, cats. Yeah, they they invented cats too. I don't think they invented cats. I think cats just showed up in Egypt. Yeah, I from, think uh, from where? See, space, that's not doesn't make space. sense. That's yeah. the thing. We'll tell. Yeah, could could be space. Space, I would say. Probably. Oh, that'd be so creepy. Like I, thing cats, cats are cats out there. Cats are, are cats are very advanced. His cats, cats have that thing that if they were bigger, they would eat you. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. That's, yeah, oh, that, yeah. And they would, like, they would kill you. You would have no chance against them. They're no, incredibly there woman, agile. There was a woman who passed away in her house, and she had a lot of cats, and the cats ate her. Yeah. Yes. And then she had a dog. The dog would have laid down next to her and died out of sympathy and yeah. stupidity. Right. But the cats... cats smart. Are, I also heard that I watched this, this documentary. I watched a lot of old, like, late-night weird TV shows, but I heard... That if the you know if the, it was like if the world ends, this is what would happen. Cats would actually house cats would take over and literally like they would eat dogs. They would go back to being animals within seconds. Like without without humans around, it was like mm. the hell is that show called? It would be it's called like without humans, called truth without after humans, man or after something after like humans, yeah, something something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you guys uh, played a lot in Los Angeles. Uh, we have not played a lot in Los Angeles. We played couple a couple times. times. Yeah. Next time you go to Los Angeles, you go to Griffith Park, which Griffith is one of the Park. biggest parks in the country, like in a city. Okay, all right. And so they set up, it's right in the middle of Los Angeles. Um, it's closer, uh, it's between Glendale and Hollywood. And recently they set up, some scientists set up a bunch of cameras just to capture the wildlife. And they found just mountain lions living up there. No shit. And really close to where people's houses are. And so they just had this picture of this mountain lion just... Kind of just sitting up in front of the camera, and it looks like, you know, a posed photograph. In the background is L.A., but just mountain lion. Wow. Just hanging out. How big are mountain lions? Is it pretty big or what? Probably good. Uh, Probably like a cougar size. Yeah, cougar size. Cougar size. Okay. Yeah. Say if they were standing up to I talk mean, to you, probably about a good four and a half, five feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good size. Mm-hmm. It's a good size for an animal. There are a lot, a lot of wild animals in Wisconsin. No, I mean, yeah, like in the woods, mm. you know, up good, you go up north, you got bears and, and uh, wolves and badgers and, you know, also, skunks. And, also in the joint, there's a lot of wild animals in yeah. there too. You don't want to mess around with that. Yeah. Like people wild animals or like actual yeah. bears? Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people out there. So how did you guys navigate all the gangs in the joint? Like, yeah, how did you, you kind of like stay out of trouble? Well, yeah, well, basically because we got the four different colored ski masks, you know, it, if somebody was getting like angry at, at us and it was like, oh, you know, that's our gang color or whatever, then we would just like start get together and just start spinning around 
because we got all the different colors and they wouldn't know which how to feel. I guess whatever it was, they would leave us alone. You kind of confused them. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. did, Maybe they thought we were crazy. I don't know. Yeah, that works. But it worked, yeah. Mm-hmm. You never joined with anybody, though, while you guys were there. You were your own separate entity. Yeah, that's right. Because you don't want, you know, it's like all a bunch of kind of like racist, you know, gangs and stuff. You know, you don't want none of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Better to just form your own thing. And you try to get along with everybody, of course. Are there different colors ski masks? Is that, is that a commentary on there's different colors of people in the world? Sure. Okay. What? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, wait a minute. Wisconsin, isn't that, is that Bigfoot country? Uh, yeah, there's one of them. There's so many parts of the country that have big fo- fo- feet in them. Sasquatch. Yes. Is Wisconsin, is that the main one? Or is it? No. I don't okay. think so. No. Pacific like Northwest maybe, is the main oh, okay, Bigfoot got stomping it. Right. Probably like Wyoming. You Wyoming got, got some Bigfoot out there. Got some definite Bigfoot okay. over there. They just found Bigfoot. Do you know that? No. There's some like real, like not no shit footage. Uh, I didn't, I, it, if you Google it, you can say they, they. Well, then it must be true. They, um, some lady, no, so she got a, a footage of a Bigfoot sleeping. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the woods. No. Yeah. Well, it's not a bear. It's not a bear. It looks kind of like like Chewbacca, but yeah. So that obviously can't be faked. No, Wookies are real too. That Chewbacca wasn't an. It was not an actor. It wasn't. It was uh, totally Peter Mayhew. It was we not saw Peter him Mayhew. Fucking, con- you know it was. Cause we no, saw I, the I heard convention. that 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 it was uh, that it was actually not a real not, actor. It was a it, George real Lucas Wookie. discovered. Yeah, just really discovered lies. It. Lies and see. No, you, they just found a tall dude who to, to he can't make the noise. You can't make mm-hmm. that noise. So many people can make that noise. No, not the way it's the and Lucas said it was like a mixture of animal sounds, all bullshit. What? So they like recorded they had like recording out in the Pacific Northwest and sampled it? They found they no, it was a real the Wookiee was a real like Sasquatch. That's what they looked I'm like. I'm not buying it. Yeah, I don't know. No, it makes no sense to me. That's what they look like. I'll give I you the battery in the pyramid. I'll take that one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that one I'll take. I'm like, Wookiees, no. Sasquatch I'll give you. And then if you go up to Vermont, they got that weird, their own Loch Ness, Champy. Like oh, Champlain. Yeah. yeah. Champy. Like, Champy, yeah. yeah. That's real too. I've well, always wanted to see one of those things, you know, like a, like a lake monster or like a sea monster. You have to hang out a long time. Yeah, lake. plus I can't even breathe underwater or nothing. You, know? uh, we, there's, so you, can you wear, could get something. You could yeah. wear something that'll help you breathe underwater. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't really believe that that stuff exists. <laughs> oh, it totally does. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that there are sea monsters, but I don't believe that you can breathe on a water. Maybe a breathing apparatus of some yeah. sort. Would be I don't know. Like, like a Sequest? Yeah, yeah. That's dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. That led uh, that Jonathan Brandis kid to kill himself, you know? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to mess around with that stuff. No, no, no. no. It's Sequest? That was the movie oh, that's that right, he did? Yeah. I haven't, I've never seen it. Maybe you're thinking Airwolf. I was thinking of Neverending Story 2 that he was in. He was in that too. Yeah. Neverending Story 2. two. Yeah. yeah. I think that Jack Black's first role was like Neverending Story 3 or something. No, his first role was in Bob Roberts with Tim Robbins. Is that so? Mm-hmm. That's not what I heard. We can look it up right now. We all have magic phones. Cool. Yeah, what Jack Google, Black's first Google role? On that yeah. One. yeah, he was in Bob Roberts. With he, was, the, he was in like some rollerblading movie thing that I saw too. I'm pretty sure he was in I Still Know What You Did Last Summer or I Know What You Did Last <laughs> Summer and he was like a pot dealer. Am I making that up? I don't know. I'm pretty sure. He looks like a pot dealer. I would have No, you're thinking of Bong Water. No. He was in that movie for sure. That's but, a great and movie. And so was, so was KG. They were in there together. It was like a little appearance by Tenacious D. Have you guys played you, with the D before? No, oh, no, we have not. That Are would be you, like a dream. Yeah, is, that, is that your band? Huge <laughs> fans of Tenacious D. Love Absolutely. The D. Love the D. Jack Black's singing on that uh, first Tenacious D record is like definitely a big influence on me. Yeah, he's yeah. a big Ronnie he's James. He's a big he's... Ronnie James Dio fan, obviously. But hey, well, yeah. I do think his singing it, it kind of if you if you listen to Dio, you I hear Jack Black like now when I I could hear his actual like, yeah. worship of Dio. You know, well, you know, I was I guess I I didn't get into uh, into listening to Dio too much after I was already into you know Tenacious D. But. I just have to point out we're all wrong. But we're all going to be thrilled at how wrong we are. Motherfucker. Jack Black's first role was on a television show, The Fall Guy. No way. Yeah. 
He was young Colt Seaver's friend. Can you see if he's and I still know what you did last summer? Or I know what you we, did last summer? I'm pretty sure. Pa, I can't scroll up that fast. It's an iPhone one 5S. Those, one of those movies? I know he was in that. He might have been. There's a never-ending story, too. He was a never-ending story, too? And he apparently was in Waterworld. So I he was a never-ending story, too? I thought it was like three. No, I think he wasn't three. Maybe I scrolled up too fast. Waterworld. Yeah. Huh. Good one. <laughs> yeah, dry land is not a myth. No. <laughs> no. Hey. And the map's upside down. Can yeah, that, that, was the, that was the thing. That was the thing. That's how you can see the Loch Ness, man. You got to get some of those gills like Kevin Costner in, you know, like yeah, you in Waterworld. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, but but I don't want to drink my pee or nothing. But you have to wear the <laughs> pants. That's the fucked up thing. Yeah, those pants are weird. They're weird, right? Yeah. Stripes? I'll, yeah, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the smokers, you know, it's rough stuff. Or you got this messenger. I mean, you have to have a lot of cigarettes in prison, but that doesn't mean you smoked them. Did you smoke? Yeah, you know, just to pass the time here and there. Yellow, he smokes quite a bit. Mm. Usually, if you see a picture of Yellow, he's he's got a cigarette <laughs> in his hand, even on the album cover. We couldn't get him to put it down, you know. Mm. Yeah, in fact, I, mean, I don't I don't know if I've ever seen him without a cigarette, like ever. He even smokes. Not in as true. Sleep and yeah, stuff. he smokes. In How his does sleep. he do that? And not set the van on fire? Don't, no idea. No idea. You trust that? Yeah. Yeah. He does like an automatic reaction. Once yeah. done, he just you know puts it out, gets another one going. That's like hypnotic. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. What are, so you got beer, you got uh, some cigarettes. What other vices does the mass intruder have? Stealing. Stealing. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly I mean, stealing. Some, sometimes, you know, some, some legit gambling is going on. Oh, okay. yeah, we like to gamble, of course. Oh. <clears throat> you got any dice? No. Oh, that's too bad. It doesn't translate well into a podcast, but... Yeah, that's true. But it translates well in us walking out of here with a little bit more money than we came in with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what's, that's what's, true. Your, what's your dice game? CeeLo? Uh, it, 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 three man. Three man is what we call a game that we play a lot... Mm-hmm. I don't know what. With, how, uh, how do you play three men? Yeah, you 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 got uh, you got five dice, and then you you got to keep at least one die each time you roll. And threes are worth zero points. You want low points, otherwise it's face value. So you so you put together the lowest you know roll. That's that you too can. much math. Keep, can't. It's actually not that bad. You know, I can't follow it. You just well, that's better for us. Okay, if you can't follow it. Mm-hmm. How about so. cards? Cards, I like a little poker. I'm sort of, you know, I know that people like to play uh, this uh, Texas Hold'em game all the time nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, yeah. I like five card. Yeah. I like five card draw. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I, can, I understand that. It's simple. Hold'em confuse me because you have cards on the table, but they don't go anywhere. And yeah, it. people like the river. And I'm like, that's not a river. <laughs> <laughs> that's, on the, that's a table, mm-hmm. you know. Quit your creative poetic language and deal the cards like a normal dude. So... And, and they're they like, here comes the flop. Casino. And I'm like, I don't know if they're making fun of me or... Yeah, exactly. It's just rude. How about... <laughs> so you guys play a lot of casinos? Uh, no, you know, casinos aren't necessarily too keen on letting us into them, mm. unfortunately, for some reason that's unfair. What's the rest of the garb besides from the, the ski mask? Do you have a, another standard piece of the uniform besides the shoes and the guitars and the drums matching colors? Yeah, then we just wear T-shirts and, and jeans, just black T-shirts, black jeans, you know? Mm-hmm. We basically model ourselves, you know, trying to look kind of like just a standard, you know, pop punk band like mm-hmm. the Ramones or something. But we don't all have we don't all have leather jackets right now. But you know, depending on how things go, we might all have leather jackets today. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. So is that it was uh, you said you know '90s pop punk, but is the, was is the Ramones like the epitome for you guys? Uh, you know, the, the, we, obviously we listened to the Ramones, but I think that uh, we probably heard, uh, you know. Bands that were their successors before we heard them. Mm. Yeah, I definitely heard Green Day before I ever heard the Ramones. You know, on the radio, Mm -hmm. and then was like, "What's this?" Mm. You know, and you start delving deeper, then you're you're like, "Oh, look at the Ramones." Okay, gotcha. Because they were big fans. So Green Day, that would be like you said, Lookouts. Yeah, I'd say uh, for me, Screeching Weasel was a very big influence. Mm. Um, Shame. Yeah, of course, (laughs) you know. I was there. People hate the... the oh, it's out by Southwest? I was at the show. Oh, oh were wow. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It was, it was, it was rough. Yeah, this, I saw the video. That's not cool. No, it, was, it wasn't cool. I don't even understand why you want and I got, I got the I got the most hilarious and wrong text from your wonderful publicist at Fat who went, um, was saying, come meet me by, by, by the bar. You know, I was hanging out with uh, our good friend Mike Wiebe from Riverboat Gamblers. Yeah. And uh, we were watching and went, I think he just punched a woman. All right, well, we're done with this. And went back to drinking. And Vanessa texted me, "Uh, hey, you can't get back here. Apparently, Ben just got in a fight with a chick. (laughs) Yeah. And shut the whole thing down. But after that, I watched all the bands on that tour. 
collectively go, we're done with this. Yeah. And left the tour. And it's a shame. It's more than a shame. You, it, know, it you want to see someone you like do that. And then you have to do what I find, and we've discussed this, we call it Axel Rosing. You have to separate the asshole from the music. Yeah, you do. And it's very difficult to do. Well, you know, I don't, you know, I, don't, I, I definitely think it's not a good thing to be punching people. Nope. You know, and especially not to be punching, you know, punching ladies. Like, that's just a wrong thing to do with a lady. You know, you should give them some flowers. Mm-hmm. And maybe let's see if they'll make out with you. That's the proper way to treat a lady. But de- definitely not uh, punching them and stuff. I-, I don't condone no activities like that at all. But, you know, I listened to the records, you know, of mm-hmm. course, when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, the queers, too. Yeah. All kinds of stuff. And, you know, of course, there's not, you can't just have punk rock influences. You know, we listen to other stuff, too. Who else? Uh, we all like uh, it, like old classic, like rock and roll doo-wop stuff. Like uh, the Four Seasons are a big yeah. influence on us. Mm-hmm. And, like, Leslie Gore is a personal favorite of mine. Um, what do you guys usually listen to for before a show, like getting pumped up for the show, or like getting or relaxing before a show, or what do you what do you guys have on in like the van when you're driving to shows? Like, yeah, it varies. Uh, actually, Riverboat Gamblers is one of the bands that we end up listening to a lot in the van. You know, in the past yeah. we've listened to them a lot because yeah. they're awesome. Yeah, they're a pretty great band. <clears throat> uh, but we always try to listen to new stuff. You know, people give us. Give us CDs or whatever. We'll always listen to it. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. always. So when bands like when other bands come to see you guys play, you listen to their music. Oh yeah, that's very Without cool of fail. you. That's great. A lot of bands don't do that because not being mean, but just time. Sure, you know? of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know when you when you're driving all day every day, you got a lot of time. So mm-hmm. it's something that we enjoy doing, listening, hearing new, you know new <clears> stuff. Uh, some of our favorite bands to listen to these days, uh, Tight Bros is one of our favorites. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Uh, they're a lesser known band. Uh, um, well, where, what city are they from exactly? Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, they're I think. from Columbus, Ohio. They're from Ohio, anyways. Yeah. Really good, interesting pop punk band with some sort of spacey like stuff going on for it. And uh, Direct Hit is another favorite band of ours. That's a current band. You guys tour so much because you have to stay ahead of the law, or is that under control because uh, Officer Branford? It's a dicey situation. It doesn't hurt to keep moving. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can always, you feel like you got a good position or whatever, but, the, you, you know, they can always revoke and rescind mm-hmm. and, you know. How is it returning to cities that you've been to before that maybe you had to, um, you know, acquire some things? Sure. Well, you know, usually it's fine. I mean, yeah. It's easy to kind of slip in and out of a place. It's not too difficult, you know, mm-hmm. usually. So you have the skills, you know, commando style, to go and play a show, get out quick, to... Check some places out, get out quick, and not be seen. Yeah, but it's it's difficult. I mean, to be very honest, you know, you you wanna you wanna stick around the show, say hi to the fans, you mm-hmm. know, maybe sign a record or two, you know, whatever, and then you you have a, get a couple drinks in you. Pretty soon, you wanna just go to sleep. Mm. So actually, you know, when you depending on your tour schedule, how long your drives are, you, you may not do any crimes mm-hmm. at all while you're there, while you're on, you know out on the road. But uh, and then you miss it, you know. Yeah. You can budget your time carefully to work in those jobs. You know? yeah. yeah, but we all make sacrifices, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, live to work, work to live. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're in this room here, and there's a lot of instruments. You know, we're, we're, we record in various places here at Rubber Tracks. And uh, yeah, we you know, this has saying. a pretty state-of-the-art security system. You know, to leave this room, you have to punch a button to, like, open the door. And okay. there's cameras everywhere. Oh, God, it's like Mission Impossible. Yeah. So, you know, what's step one? Step one would be to press the button. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then step two would be to create a diversion. You know, mm-hmm. I might take this coffee cup and be like, look, this coffee cup can fly, you know, and throw that. And then Red's going to grab, you know, those drums. Yeah, and, and, then, then, and then run real fast. Yeah, step okay. three. <laughs> that works. Step zero, though, is don't reveal your plan. Oh. So now, obviously, we can't enact that. Well, I asked. Right? Yeah, of course. So, so I asked. Which could be part of your ruse. You might have told me the plan that's not the plan. That's probably what they did. Yeah, yeah, the yeah that's plan. what we that's did. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's the ticket. Yeah. All right. So we're not going to know. Luckily, probably none not. of these are ours. So yeah. I mean, just, you know, cool. Good. We're just basically squatting. Yeah. I mean, I care, but not really. Sort of. No. Yeah. Uh, well, they're not ours. Right. So we, we won't want we won't offend you guys. You know. Like, but, uh, you yeah. Know, you guys are cool. Is it? You know, we 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 try to you know make sure that it's always you know like victimless crimes. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. They, that way, that's not your stuff, you know, because now I have it, so that's my stuff. <laughs> See, that, that way there's no victims. Yeah, it equalizes. Yeah. Okay. It's like if you take somebody's money, they're like, oh, I lost my money, you know, like, that's mean. And it's like, well, but I, you know, now I got that money. 
So it's like minus 50 plus 50, you know, equals zero. <laughs> it makes sense. I never thought about stealing that way. Yeah, but you guys true. have a good like a philosophy on, on uh, crime. Yeah, thank you. Sounds yeah. like the government works well. <laughs> yeah. When Massachusetts writes songs, is it all four? Does someone come with a song? Is there uh, one musical wellspring? I do most of the songwriting, and then uh, we sort of work work out the arrangements and finalize you know everything as a band. So everybody contributes a little bit f- from from their own parts, you know, to varying degrees on different songs. You know, Reds can always have ideas about how the drums might go. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you know. Yellow and Green work with them on on how to back up vocals go and uh, so it's a it's a collective process but mostly I do the song mm-hmm. and so when uh, do you find that red as a drummer because you know I was a drummer and a oh. very bad drummer but oh. as a drummer you know people make jokes all the time and you find that people aren't being fair but do you like it when Blue will say play it like this or do you like to say how about this uh, a little bit of both. You know, like, cause he'll kind of have an idea. Like, I was thinking, like, a beat like this, and you know, like, we'll kind of work it out together. You know, like, kind of like, well, you know, that one doesn't quite kind of fit with, the, you know, the other thing. And like, I was thinking maybe something more like that. And you know, we usually kind of figure out that way. But you know, we kind of reach a medium on it. It's a back and forth. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of toss toss around ideas and so stuff. So about how long to write us to get a song perfect? Uh, it I, depends. It depends. It could be it could be one day, or it could be few months yeah we've definitely it depends on we've it. definitely done some stuff that's just like like one or two times through and it's like pretty much good but we've also done stuff that like we'll go over and over and over and over and over you yeah know, we'll have time getting it. i'd say we'll have at least one or two songs on the on our new record that we probably started writing for the first record wow and then just you know i read as a drummer who do you feel is the greatest drummer that ever lived Oh, what would you man. say you have? I mean, these are all these are good beer conversations and good arguments yeah, to start. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's a real hard one, you know. Cause you could like, just say you might narrow else. it down to like punk na- rock drummers. Narrow it down. Narrow it down to you know even go classic. Do you think? Like, yeah, but if he doesn't say Bill Stevenson, then we're gonna get into a fight. We don't <laughs> want to do that. Or what about John Bonham? You know, like those guys. Do you ever listen? You know, are you into that? Or yeah, a lot I mean, of people say Neil Peart, but I really don't like Rush. And then I get in trouble for saying that a lot. Well, well what yeah, about well, Bill Stevenson versus Josh Freeze? Oh, Josh Freeze is that's amazing. hard. See, that's what I was gonna go with. Like, like Josh Freeze is like one of my all-time favorites. And he's played with everybody. He's yeah, he's pretty. Good. Have you seen him in the Vandals? Josh Freeze. Yeah. Uh, well, I actually, I actually, uh, we just did Riot Fest, uh, and he was there playing with some different bands, and I actually got incredible. to see him uh, jump in on a Pennywise song, dude. And that was that was pretty cool. Dude, he's amazing. I stood behind him. Once during a vandal set at like warped two thousand four. And I liken it to how guitar players, you know, nerdy older guitar players look at Jeff Beck. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah. no, no, no. Do that again. Slow it down so I can see what you did. Yeah. Because it's he Josh, oh man. He's see? also really That's a good one. He's really a funny uh, he's a really funny dude too. Yeah. And he's like uh, he's awesome. Remember? Were you at Lollapalooza? We talked to him. When, yeah, and, yeah, and when, he was, when he was with Nine Inch Nails. Yep. And it was it was Freeze and, and Fink, and they were talking about um, <coughs> talking about Skittles. They eat Skittles backstage, and I was like, "You guys are not <laughs> Skittlesy guys." And I wouldn't think Nine Inch Nails were into Skittles. You wouldn't think they'd be allowed backstage. Skittles at all? Colored f- fruity candy? Probably have to be. Maybe they paint them black. Yeah, it'd be something more like, but he's for, like for us. He's amazing. Know, crazy yeah. colors going on. You there. could get a Skittles endorsement. That makes sense. Yeah, you think they'd do that? Endorse mass Probably, I think so. Oh, you Sponsor guys could get it. some cash. That's yeah, a good totally. way. Or at least free Skittles. Skittles. Yeah, well, at least. Skittles are delicious. Or throw them yeah. at your show, throw them out to the crowd, and then people will start bringing mm, Skittles No, because the then show. they're going to throw them back, and it's going to be the Foo Fighters. Oh, <laughs> the Mentos situation. So I saw that tour, and that was rough. Well, what happened there? I don't they, know if I heard remember about that. Remember that video? They had a video Big for me. Big Me. And yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Making fun of the oh, Mentos yeah, yeah. commercial. See, I've yeah. seen that video. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, just on a side note quick, like, uh, I love love Dave Grohl's drama. He's I was going to say, how do you yeah. feel about Grohl? Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's, his drumming was kind of visionary, really. On, mm-hmm. on Nevermind. I mean, it, that made the band to me. I think that when I first heard that record, I said, who is this fucking drummer? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it is, he's, he, I mean, the drums on that album were incredible. I do like Bleach a lot. <laughs> Bleach is great, but that you know, uh, Bleach is an awesome record. Mm-hmm. I love Bleach. Yeah, but, but never mind. You know. It's better though. I mean, I think you know. Yeah. I think it's the production. That yeah, makes also Butch Vig was, was you know. Yeah, and the drumming. Producing mm-hmm. and, yeah, and the, with the yeah. first two Foo Fighters records too, where he he pretty yeah. much plays drums on you know both both those things. The second one, there's a couple of tracks where it was uh, that other guy. Um, oh yeah. Um, 
the dude from uh, that, what's that? Sunny Day, William Goldsmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. he originally tracked all of them, and then Dave went through one by one. And kind of <laughs> them. You've seen that documentary? I have. Yeah, it's kind of sad it was horrible uh, for it was that horrible. guy. But what are you going to do? You well, know? He's also yeah, like, if, you're the, if you're the drummer. And then you're the singer, but you know how the drums are supposed to sound. And he's right, like, kind of, yeah. I'm better than you. I think I'm just going to do them. It's like, hard. It's kind of a dick, yeah. But it's yeah, kind yeah. of a dick move, but at the same time, you got to make that record as good as you can. Right, and it's also yeah. his band. His exactly, band. Yeah, yeah, totally. But yeah, okay, so what happened with the Mentos thing with the crowd? Oh, so the so, crowd would show up and start chucking Mentos on the stage. Those things hurt. Yeah, they're hard. And oh, you yeah. like get clocked in the face. and They're not even <sighs> that good. No, they're the, really I not. I don't think that this very good. No. It's like They're, kind of like a chew, chew gum. stupid candy. Chew gum. Yeah, it's way better. Yeah, yeah. Just mm-hmm. chew gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's really a pointless candy, Mentos. Mm-hmm. They make fruity ones not good either. No. Yeah. Rather yeah. have Skittles. I'm not sure that that's yeah, not just like, like some them. sort of scheme to like dispose of some sort of like <laughs> waste, you know? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Because what's with that Might texture? be where all the gluten from gluten-free it's stuff weird, goes is Skittles. It's a weird texture. I'm yeah. not, I don't think anybody really likes a Mentos. Yeah. Is it a Mentos? Is it a Mentos? If you have just Mentos one of them, the is singular? that a Mento? I think that's the Mento. It'd be a Mento. Like you would say, hand me a Mentos. You would say, hand me a Mento. A Mento, yeah. Or that have some Mentos, yeah. Have more, yeah, it's Mentos. A pack of Mentos. Pack of Mentos. But, but then their slogan was like, Mentos, the fresh maker. Yeah. Well, because you want to buy a bunch. You don't want to just be Mento. Yeah. Also, by the way, that's this true. is a no joke. If you take, and you remember who did it? Was that Weezer did the, Weezer the video, video where they did, but if you take the whole, it does work. I mean, it's. Really? You have to drop them in very quickly. Like a whole pack of Mentos into a, a Diet Coke, SB Diet, Diet Coke. And it shoots up. I mean, you'll get a good, like, 12-foot fountain. You can't do it inside. You have to Because that's it all outside. chemicals. But, it, you know, that was a thing before the Weezer video. It was like a, a viral. Like yeah, it, yeah, was yeah. A, it was mm-hmm. a trend. People would mm-hmm. do it. and it would But be it really works. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you ever do the Pop Rocks to turn the lights off to see if it made sparks? No, I'm scared of that sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> Pop Rocks, I don't believe in that. No? I'm worried it might explode in my mouth or whatever. Remember, like, there was you need that. that if you're singing. Yeah, for sure. I need my mouth. That's what I use to sing with. Mm-hmm. They had that. Remember that rule? the the uh, <laughs> the um, kid from Life Cereal supposedly had died from eating Pop Rocks and drinking soda, drinking Coke. And he was, was from Life Cereal. Yeah, Mikey how ironic. But he didn't. He didn't die at yeah, all. He, he did die. not die. But he didn't die. <laughs> no. Oh, he didn't. No, he's fine. Oh, yeah, good. he's yeah. all just a. And fake, he will yeah. never die. No, he won't die. Well, no, he will die. Why do you say that? Are you threatening him? No, no. I'm just saying most people eventually. <laughs> oh, sure. As life goes on. Except for Mick Jagger. Yeah. Pretty, wow. What's weird, right? Yeah. He's he's probably not from this planet. I'm, I'm pretty convinced. He's a great grandfather now. He's a great grandfather. I think that like when, when him and David Bowie had sex, they like mutually sealed each other's immortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like a magic thing happening, right? Yeah. Allegedly. When, yeah. Probably. When they, but started. if you think about it, it also was probably pretty gross. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Ghostbusters with like the gatekeeper and the keymaster, key yeah, yeah. just like yeah. two sort of like hairless muppets just yeah. like grinding on each so other. So one's name was Zool. What was the other one's name? Vince Clortho. Uh, no fucking way. Yeah, he's Vince. that just happened. Yeah, I know. I'm, I love Ghostbusters. His name is Vince Clortho. But do they say that? Yeah, I'm Vince Clortho, the keymaster. He says. Why don't I remember that? Why do I only remember Zool? Nerd. Zool, because Zool's amazing. I remember yeah, Ernie Weaver. Lewis no, Tully was Vince Clort, though. Yeah. yeah. Lewis Tully, very good. Yeah. And Gozer the Gozerian. Gozer, Gozer the Gozerian is the best. Yeah. She was kind of hot, by the way. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she like was Pat totally ben- hot. Yeah, yeah. Was like, she was like, like Pat Benatar ish, but like. It was Patty like Smith from the like Warriors. Evil video. Pat Benatar. And she, is, had, yeah, and she had like those high, she had high heels on and shit. The mm-hmm. voice was not super sexy, though. Not really. Not exactly. The voice of Gozer is not what I normally go for. No, like I would definitely still. <laughs> do it with her but you know that would be like a don't please don't talk anymore sort of thing because it's freaking me out you know yeah. i feel like i'm having sex with like a death metal singer yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that would be a weird that'd be a boner killer but she also was like a demonic god right yeah so, so that's, that's hot cool. that's that back, to cool. hot. <laughs> back to hot again yeah give or take i don't know lord you think they're gonna make Ghostbusters three? I hope not. I heard. Yeah, I, I heard. I keep too. hearing rumor. I also keep. Well, hearing two rumor. is two is that was. Not, it was not as good as the first v- one. Listen, no. but it's still the, pretty great. Vigo you know? the Carpathian, kind of, kind of good, but not. You know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. No. I still, will, I still enjoy Ghostbusters. Is it? Too. So we're not from New York. Is it ever actually true that the Statue of Liberty will walk around like that? That's totally not yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, on occasion, it's not true. Sometimes it's a myth. They don't. There's no footage of it. It's just. But have you ever gone to the Statue of Liberty and played that song? No, I never did. Real that. loud. Oh, put a little love in your heart. Yeah. No. 
No, your love is taking me higher. The pink slime is that stuff. What that was? Put a little love in your that's heart. From it's like, that's from the end of Scrooge. Yeah. That's from Scrooge. Sorry. <laughs> when uh, when Bill Murray kisses Bill that Murray. kisses that uh, one girl, Aaron and Allen, and then and then he's like, it was good, but it's not great. And then he's like, and then his girlfriend sees him on the TV and then she loves him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. That's like. Then he breaks the fourth the wall time. and talks to the crowd at the end. Yeah, uh, but he's not really. He's like, t- he's doing it in the movie, so he's right. not really breaking the. F- Fourth wall. Because if you watch it again, it'll be doing the same thing. No, no, he. I mean, yes, mm. but no, he's doing it like on the TV to the characters in the movie. So he's breaking the fourth wall behind the fourth wall. wall still. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's like when you get a fourth meal, and then you get another fourth meal. Yeah, like Taco then you're Bell. thinking outside a bun. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys that enjoy Taco Bell? Of course. Yeah. How, how are you with the Dorito Taco? I think it's good. I still think that the uh, nacho cheese is the best of the ones. Really? Yeah. What do you mean? The original, just uh, the, you're talking about Doritos. In there general. are three Doritos Locos tacos. Right. So you got the uh, nacho cheese uh-huh. and then you got the Cool Ranch. Mm. Right. And then you got the uh, the Fiery. That's the only yeah. one I've tried. I thought that was the only one. I've sampled all three of them. Oh, shit. The nacho was the first one. Okay. Well, that was the most I mean, successful product launch in history. You heard about that? Really? No. Yeah. What? Of like anything. Ever? Yeah, and in terms of like units sold, like within, it was like they sold like a gazillion, I think. Gazillion around tacos, a gazillion, yeah. In a week. That's cool that you guys are on the pulse of that about branding. And- oh, yeah. It's very important to us. Well, I think we bought most of that gazillion. Actually. Yeah, we bought it was several oh. of those sales to, were to us. Okay. For Gre- sure. Green almost turned orange. He ate so many of those things, especially around the mouth area. Obviously. Yeah, that's true. It was, it was off putting. But uh, they're good now. Doritos actually makes chips that taste like the tacos that taste like the chips. They do. They make uh, Doritos Locos like Tacos Doritos. Locos, tacos Doritos. Yeah. That's too sick. It's of like that. Chipception. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that Inception? They found an old um, Karl Barks Uncle Scrooge comic where everything that happened in the movie Inception happened in this comic. Really? Right down to. Well, to get him out of the dream, you got to knock him over from sitting on a stool and kind of shock him out of it. But we'll go into a dream within a dream within a dream. No way. And apparently Christopher Nolan had no knowledge of it, which I, I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, that's possible. Too obscure. Too obscure. And I, I think he's a big time nerd, but I think it was too obscure. You know, it's weird, though, how that happens where you, two people will come up with the same thing and not know about each other coming up with yeah. it. But it happens all the time. Do you ever mm-hmm. find yourself doing that with the song where you start writing a song and then you realize that's a totally no, oh, that's another song? Like you ever it, do that with, you know, guitar? Yeah, it's a thing to, to to worry about definitely. A lot of our songs sort of start melody first. So, you know, a song will usually begin with basically a melody in the head. And uh the first step is always to make sure to to vet it, make sure that that's not just a melody from some other song. Yeah, for sure. Because you don't want to rip somebody off, mm-hmm. music-wise. Right. Because then there's documentation of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the first first rule of ripping people off is you want to, you know, <laughs> make sure to do it and not get caught. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of the opposite of hold a B&E mm-hmm. thing. Oh, it's ex- no, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, you, you don't yeah. get caught. You yeah. don't get caught. You don't get caught. Oh. Well. Ideally. I de- yeah. Yeah. Now, what's your dream tour? You know, we were talking about Tenacious D earlier. I think that'd be pretty cool. That'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I saw actually saw Tenacious D and Weezer. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I love, we love Weezer. Weezer's great. I but, saw I saw Weezer and uh, Weezer. I've seen Weezer a bunch. I saw Tenacious D with Neil Hamburger. Oh, that's amazing. That was the opening. That would be a lot of fun. At love Madison Square Garden. Oh no, kidding! It was wow. amazing. It was phenomenal, and he had that crowd. Neil Hamburger had that crowd just loathing him, and it was wonderful. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. He's great. Love that sort of comedy. Hmm. Yeah, now uh, you guys have a strong comedy background. You got, is there comedians you guys dig? Uh, yeah, you know, I, I really like that sort of like uh, inside joke, like treating the audience as though you don't really care if they get it or not. You know, that sort of uh, it, Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. Neil Hamburger sort of thing. I really like that. I just think it's funny to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, comedy. Who doesn't like comedy, and right? Kyle Kinane is great. Yeah, he's a friend of no ours. He's Kyle a really funny guy. <clears throat> okay. In terms of uh, comedians working right now, you know, he's, he's a really funny guy. Uh, one of my favorites currently, too, is Louis C.K. I think yeah, he's so funny. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That show, Louis' show, is like one of the best shows that's ever been made. Yeah, yes. it's amazing. And that show is cool, too, because it does get creepy. It gets a little dark. It embraces, so it embraces yeah. the sad. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. The stuff that makes stand-up comedy. Like, I think that that's <clears throat> comedians are always probably turning dark stuff into comedy. 
And Louis just putting that right up there on the show. So you mm-hmm. can feel depressed too, which is nice of him. <laughs> to share the sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, would you guys ever, have you ever had, um, you know, years ago, Amy Mann would tour and Patton Oswalt would be her opening act. Have you guys ever thought about having, you know, comedians tour around with Mast Intruder? Uh, you know, we have actually thought about it. We have not, uh, like, taken a lot of steps to look into it. Uh, you know, so far, we've mostly been just going on tours that we've sort of been offered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, speaking of dream tours, I mean, we've already done some dream tours, you know, like, uh, just in terms of, like, I guess, t- touring with bands that we love, you know, <laughs> deeply, like Teenage Bottle Rocket, that was a great honor, you know. Mm-hmm. We're good friends with those guys now, but they were definitely a big formative, you know, influence on us. Um, you know, and we're touring right now with uh, with Less Than Jake, which we were huge fans of those guys, of course, you know, growing up and yeah. and coming up on a tour with no effects. Mm-hmm. So those are, you know, those are things that we always wanted to do. Yeah. No effects in Dillinger 4. That'd be, that's going to be It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Wait, you're going, on, you're going on tour with Dillinger 4? Yeah. When is that? It's not going to be a f- super long. No, it's it's right after the, this tour ends. We got like three days or whatever to get from Texas to Florida and then we pick up with Dillinger 4 and No, and no Effects. effects. And we're with those two bands for like a little over a week or about a week. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 10 days or something. I, and then Dillinger 4 drops out. I mean, good Lord, Dillinger yeah, that's, 4. That's huge. That yeah. The best. There you go. Yeah. God, how good that band is. Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, what's like, what would be, you know, the the mantra or like the, you know, the the words that Mass Intruder lives by? Uh, don't get caught is a good one. I, I yeah. guess yeah. we have a we you know if we had like a message that we wanted to put through, it'd probably be legalized crime. Hmm. But. Uh, yeah, kind of like The Purge, like those two days. I've been thinking about that movie a lot. Oh, yeah, that's scary. You know, yeah. you don't want to see people getting killed and stuff like that. No. But... Uh, you mean more legalized misdemeanors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the fun stuff, I guess, is mainly. Okay. Yeah. But... Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we have a mantra? I don't know. Try no. to have fun. Yeah. I mean, every day is a party. Best we can make it one. Yeah. You know? Party till you die. Yeah, there you go. And then don't die. So what have we learned, everyone? We've learned that the way to punk rock is to put a mask on your face and maybe not wash it. I think that's the secret. The mask of the face. Is that, what, is that I say? what Pussy Riot did? What did you say? <laughs> exactly what Pussy Riot did. Exactly. What, what's going on with them? They, they got they released. Got, yeah, they are released? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're okay? I don't know they're how still, okay you are after still being alive. in a gulag. Yeah. Well, that's good that they got released. That's 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 like the one good thing about the internet is like I feel like it's harder to get away with like evil shit. I I I've started following <clears throat> anonymous on Twitter, uh-huh. and I follow mostly news sites on Twitter to keep abreast of what's going on. And the news, topical as it is, and sad though it always is has ruined the Daily Show and now Twitter for me because I'm like, now I'm just sad all the time because it's like all this horrible stuff is, you know, really ruining the Rob Hubel and Michael Ian Black tweets that I like reading every day. I understand. Uh, you know what's cool is Ari Shafir uh, has a podcast called Skeptic Tank and he had a two-part episode with guys from Anonymous. Really? Yeah, where they talk about it. Like, I guess they're not really like a fit, like well, however it works, but... It's really interesting if you're interested in learning more about it. On, I, that's how I learned everything uh, from those send podcasts. Me a link, dude. I, I like those that. dudes a Hello. lot. And we can ask him. Ari's going to come on here at some point. He's in, he's in L.A. Because I have know. the constant argument with people uh, such as my wife. We're just like, well, you know, the end is say, I have nothing to hide. I'm like, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> they shouldn't be reading your mail. <laughs> yes, they shouldn't be. But of course they are. Oh, God, it really bothers me. Just the uh, the the baseness of it all. That like that's what you can do. That it's they can and, hear what we're saying right now, probably. And if they are, I wish they would give us a review on iTunes. Because right, that would be very helpful. Yes, NSA. If you're listening, if you're listening, if uh, yeah, just don't tell Hetfield what I said. If he doesn't hear it, <laughs> I, just, I know it was a different intro that we were doing, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel really bad about that. I really love I love you, Hetfield. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind about that. Yeah. Uh, the NSA Metallica, because you know, you know, the NSA most likely is a bunch of Metallica fans. They I, probably I'll, talk. Metallica knows everybody, dude. Although I will say, in in, in super hip Williamsburg, where we are recording these podcasts, I think everyone has now as their Wi-Fi name is now NSA, just because it's cheeky. 
That or a FBI surveillance fan. I read someone suggest that on Twitter. Hee <laughs> hee. Hey, go on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash going off track. Thank you guys all very much for uh, some of the messages you've been sending us. Uh, got a delightful one from a young lady in Australia who said that we, and, and I took this in the best way possible. She loves the content of the show, but she said she suffers from insomnia and it, it helps her uh, ease into falling asleep. Yeah, that's great. Which works wonderfully. All right. Well, right thank you for listening. And Mast Intruder, check them out. Intruder, check them out. Don't steal stuff. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.